Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the No Fluff MSP Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Taher Hamed, and I've got my co-host, Stephen Badorf. Welcome Steven back. Badorf. I didn't know I get to say my own name this yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> changing things That's up nice, here. yeah. <laughs> so today, we are talking about using Microsoft 365 Business Premium as a differentiator and to sell. So this is probably going to have mixed audiences because there might already be a lot of MSPs that use business premium and use SharePoint and Azure AD and Azure desktop and all that good stuff. And then there might be others that, you know, would never move their clients into SharePoint or, you know, prefer business standard or prefer the enterprise licenses or whatever. So, I'm just going to be totally upfront with what this podcast is going to be all about. We've moved heavily into business premium, taking people off of physical servers, moving them to a business premium environment with SharePoint, you know, and, you know, teams, OneDrive sync to their computers, um, conditional access policies, all of that good stuff. We are really moving heavy in that direction over the last couple of years. And it's been awesome for us. All right. So that's what this is going to talk about, how we do that how we use it as a differentiator, what the results have been doing that. So if you're not interested in that discussion, I just want to be totally frank. That's what this is about. You can, you know, totally understand if you want to, you know, drop off. But if you are interested in hearing how we position this and why it's been a differentiator, that's what this is going to be all about. So let's get right into it. The last three deals that we've closed have been bigger deals, in some cases co-managed IT deals, which we love. And in each of these sales meetings, I have lead, I've let in with business premium, which sounds crazy, right? Like we, as an MSP, you do so much. You do so much for the companies you support, help desk, backup, professional services, provisioning. Microsoft 365 is just like one of the things that people just think of as email, right? Yeah, basically. So to be the lead in service, the thing that makes them decide on us, just that would have been crazy to me a couple of years ago. But that is true. That is honest. That's, this has literally happened the last couple of months. So that's what's working for us in our current market to be a differentiator. Yep. And I learned, I'm the sales marketing guy here, but I learned business premium really well. I went through training. I'm currently actually going through the um, AZ900, the Azure trainings. I always try and do trainings. The more we learn, the more we can communicate in marketing and sales. That's just a reality. And I learned so much about business premium. We wrote this really long blog on the differences between basic, standard, and premium. And it's getting all this attention online because it's people care about this stuff. And so when you get to talking about, you know, conditional access policies, when you get to talking about hiding SharePoint libraries from personal devices rather than devices owned by the company, which is usually rare. So you're saying, hey, most of your people are accessing your stuff on their personal device. And you don't really want them accessing personal stuff on their personal device or work stuff on their personal device. So those are the types of security conversations that people understand in their head and will and will say, yes, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. When you start talking about auto-containment of viruses on a desktop computer, they start going, that sounds cool, right? <laughs> like they're like, that sounds nice. It's all how you poise it. Yeah, yeah they don't care. They don't, they're not emotional about it. But when you start saying, hey, you know that really important data that you have? Yeah, people aren't going to be able to access it if they're not at this IP address. Yeah, and I think a big part, like you said earlier, a lot of the times MSPs won't leave with um, business premium because they'll be talking and thinking, oh, it's just like email, basically. 
Yeah. When we broke that mindset that it's just email and found out what else there is that's inside Business Premium that it covers, that's where it became such a big selling point. We, I'm so glad you said that. We did a whole campaign specifically around you're not using it right. And the whole thing is like almost every business now around us has Microsoft 365. Some have workspace, but most are Microsoft 365. And most of them are using it for office products and email. And, and it's like so much more. On oh there. my God. It's like even the business standard license has this like cacophony of goodness behind yeah, it. Yeah. When we were, when I was doing research for the, um, the article we made, we had a whole ebook created on the different applications that are included in business premium. And I was looking up and seeing everything in there and like, half of these things I hadn't even heard about, but then we looked at them and it's like, wait a second, this has the exact same functionality within 365 that like Calendly has, for example, yep. or a different company, like items that people pay for all the time. You can do this inside business 365 and like people don't even know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, yeah. And, there's and a you, lot more value. And it's and what we're finding. Cause again, I always care about what does the prospect care about? I don't, I, I'm sorry. That's how my mind thinks now I've had to think this way. Cause you know, the, the, owner or some people want to communicate vulnerability scanner. They want to communicate all this stuff. I'm like, okay, how do I take the service and find the shit that people actually care about with it? And everything I talk about when it comes to Microsoft 365, people tend to care about. Yep. They care about the Microsoft it's 365 training. Because yeah. they use the apps every day. Like, yeah, they care about that email security because they use email every day. Like they care about these things that Microsoft includes like Teams. I do a training on Teams. I send it to them. They're like, this does look great. Why am I using the chat function within my VoIP phone when I have Teams, right? Like, there's so much functionality within Microsoft 365. One of the things I hear MSPs all the, all the time say is, well, Microsoft 365 isn't a very profitable service. We only make 10 or 15% on it. It's like, you have so much opportunity to make money with Microsoft 365. So much. But anyway, that's like a whole nother episode. So I don't want to go on too deep of a tangent. I'm getting a little too excited about this topic. <laughs> so let's, let's back up a little bit and talk about using Business Premium to sell specifically. So I talked about some of the things they cared about within Microsoft 365, but what I found is when I'm having this conversation with them, obviously, like any sales trainer is going to tell you, you want to listen to their pain points first. You don't want to start talking about business premium and all the cool things it has. What are their pain points? They would say mobile device management. They would say cybersecurity. They would say they have people on you know these different areas. They would say all these things that there's almost always a solution for within the Microsoft 365 base. So then you can pivot and use that as a lead-in. So the thing specifically they cared about is getting rid of their physical server. And a lot, in some cases, you are going to have to move them to a cloud-hosted environment. We work with an awesome partner called Cloud Services for MSPs, Jeannie DeWitt over there. She's awesome. So in some cases, yeah, you are going to have to have a physical server moved to a cloud environment, right? But in a lot of cases for these smaller MS or smaller clients, you won't you can totally decommission the server. 100 percent We move them to a SharePoint environment with Azure AD. We use Printix for the you know print management and Intune to manage devices and everything. And they're flying, they love it. I know unlike a lot of you know MSP forums and stuff, people really don't like SharePoint. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure why. It gets a lot of hate, but like we use it internally. A huge amount. Steven, you're pretty familiar with SharePoint. Do you like using it? Yeah, I've, I've had no problems with it. That's where we contain all of our different marketing content. Like we talked about in previous episodes, that's where we're building out. So our um, peer group members for our marketing group can get the content that we create for them more easily. I mean, I don't know how intuitive it's seen in the MSP space, but at least just for like day-to-day -day marketing coordinator life, I've had 
no problems using it. It's easy to find everything. Yeah. And, and our, it syncs up with everything else. So. Yeah. And our clients love it. I mean, we've moved so many clients to SharePoint and they all are just like, yeah, this is great. They're like, I'm used to having the like VPN in or whatever. It's like, now I just have all my stuff on yeah. the go. And the best part is it's all connected, right? Yeah. It's all, it's all connected. And then that's when we get to talk about that extra layer of security that conditional access provides, that Intune provides, et cetera. And that's where we start moving people from standard to premium, or that's where we start positioning premium as that subscription that they need to have. And their current MSP in our market has not been having that conversation with them. Or what's crazy to me is the MSPs that aren't even trying to take over the account. They're not having that conversation either. They're still pitching Sentinel-1. They're still pitching business continuity with Datto devices, which is cool. I mean, that's not a bad thing to pitch, but it's like these, these things are the things that every MSP is pitching. You have to find the other thing, the thing that no one's pitching, and that's going to make you different. So, so that they care a lot about that. SharePoint, moving away from physical servers. They care a lot about that, and we care about that too. We don't want to manage physical servers. <laughs> we don't want to sell them. We don't want to manage them. Sure, we make a lot in the backup, but we don't want to back them up. Number two, um, discussing how SharePoint... Teams and OneDrive all connect nicely together. They do care about that discussion, especially with like OneDrive, how it can um, you know sync desktop um, files and things like that. People love that. People love to have their OneDrive uh, app on their phone so they can you know see all of their desktop uh, folders and stuff on the go. Yeah, care a lot about that. The other one, as I mentioned multiple times, just because people really like it, is t- is talking about those conditional access policies. I'm sure you know what that is, so I don't need to talk to you about it because you're an MSP, but conditional access policies are really interesting because there's all different types of policies, so you can talk about certain policies based on what the prospect cares about. So so this is a differentiator for us. It's helped us close three big deals. It's something I lead in with all the time, as long as their challenges and pain points point to me leading in. Sometimes I'm leading in with something else, but that has worked a lot lately. And I know that I have about six months to a year where this is a differentiator. That's how it works in this market. I feel like I'm usually on the forefront or like maybe not the first, but I'm, I'm usually like pretty on the front end with a lot of these marketing things like Google My Business way back in the day, which brought in a ton of leads. Now it's not as much, right? So I just know that it's usually like six months to a year before everyone else starts doing it. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> And you are interested in, in, in like implementing this, make sure you learn it, know how to implement, know how to sell it, because it will be a differentiator for you for for a while, but not forever. Yeah. Not to plug here, but we literally have the best campaign on Microsoft 365 ever on msp-camp.com. Like that has worked splendidly on getting us leads and closing business and upselling our current clients. So go get that. I'm telling you, it's really good. So, so like, for instance, this is just one piece of collateral that I use all the time now. And we did a video on it. Discuss four services you can cancel if you have Microsoft 365. So we would pick on Calendly, which bookings works perfectly fine. OneDrive and SharePoint to get rid of Dropbox. And there was, like, two other services that people, oh, like, there's, like, a webinar one. Like, people will... Either pay or just have another webinar tool. Yeah, and tool. you can do it all in Teams oh, now. Teams super a, easily, yeah. Oh, super easily. It works great. I love Teams webinar. I use them all the time. So it's just like uh, something like that we're sending as a postcard to prospects, right? And you're like, oh, physical postcards. Like, yeah, well, they, they, you know, if you're communicating something valuable, they're going to work. And it's just showing like, hey, these are these are four things you didn't know about. I bet your MSP isn't telling you about them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and just, they just, they're just like, man, these, these, this MSP really knows a lot about this stuff, and I care a lot about this stuff. 
So that's just one example. So, so now that's that's just the reality of it being a differentiator, and and there's there's something that happens with MSPs and just I think in businesses in general, and that's when you're recommending that we make a move or, or a transition or a change. Like I was the one, I'm the sales guy. And I was the one that was like, hey, we really should be looking at this business premium. You know, we kind of got kind of got some pushback. Not really pushback, but everyone's just busy. They're like, okay, that sounds good, but like what we're doing works. I'm like, I know it works, but like we need something that works better. We need mm-hmm. something that's gonna be a differentiator. So <laughs> so that's an example. And the other one is mobile device management, right? We didn't know much about mobile device management. We didn't do a lot of mobile device management. Again, I brought it up to the team and it's like, oh, well, yeah, we do need to do that. And then like, you know, nothing happens. So what do I do? <laughs> I sell it. Yeah. <laughs> I sell it and they're like, oh, great. The effing sales guy is making sales and promising the world we can't deliver. I'm not selling it because I get a commission. I'm not commission-based, right? I'm not selling it because I just want to make a quick buck. I'm selling it because I know that this is going to improve our company and it's going to make me make it easier for me to market and sell. So I have to sell mobile device management. I have to sell business premium before we're ready sometimes. And this, these are just two service examples because I need our team to get their hand around it because I know this is the future, right? And that sounds like that sounds like I'm maybe cocky or whatever, but it's like, no, I just I just know because I'm in the market. I'm the sales guy. I'm talking to the prospects more than anybody. I'm in I'm hundreds of sales meetings. I know what the market wants. Like I know it because I'm going to more meetings than the tech, guy, tech guys. So that's why I'm pushing this forward, not because I'm trying to make a commission. Yeah, and I was going to say, like putting yourself in the prospect's shoes at like a sales meeting, if they've gone through an especially like competitive area where they're interviewing like four MSPs, something like that, and you're one of them, they come into each meeting and they're pitched about Datto. By the third or fourth meeting, if that happens to be where you are, they're just kind of going to tune out for that part because they've already heard the same pitch. It might be different for you guys, but they've heard the same thing kind of covered. But if you come in with something different, like 365 Business Premium, and show all the different things it gives, now they're listening because they haven't heard this part before. Yeah. Because it's almost like in a sales meeting, it's kind of the same song and dance. And at that point, people don't listen to it as much. But having this differentiator really does make people kind of perk up and say, oh, wait a second, I haven't heard this part before. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's like, Who's your ideal client? Your ideal client is a bigger client, almost always. What do bigger clients care about? They do care about mobile device management because they really are buying phones for everybody, right? So they do want those managed. So we better get our handle on it. They do care about conditional access in, in these higher level security stuff. So we better get our handle on it and be able to know it, market it, and from a tech side, understand how to implement it. Another example of that, which you might be seeing in your market, not to get too, I don't want to get too much off of what the topic is, but this is just something that's happening recently. In the market, there is a want for our clients to have a IT person on site. Maybe once, twice a month, maybe four times a month. Staff augmentation, right? They like the guy, the help desk guy, and they want him on site there for a whole day a couple times a month scheduled out not like not how most msps do it like us where it's like oh you yeah we come on site when you need us that mindset if you're listening to this you need to understand that mindset is not a differentiator that mindset is falling in with the crowd and that's what you know i'm trying to fight 
all the time. How do we differentiate ourselves? Well, we offer the plan where there is someone coming on site. And I'm getting pushback, right? I'm getting pushback that no, that's we don't. That's not how we operate. It's different than how it's going right it's now. It's different yeah. than how we do it. That's not how our processes work. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna have major disruptions. I'm like, no, it just needs some major change. Yeah, but it's a direct response to a need that these clients have. Yes, and they're communicating what they're telling me. And if you don't listen to the market, you get left behind. Basically. You get left behind. Yeah. Because the minute that MSP pitches them that they do this as part of their agreement and their agreement, you know, it's going to be more than ours, obviously, but it's something they've they've built in-house and know how to manage. It's going to be a differentiator. And who wants that? Who wants that person on staff? The bigger prospects, the ones that we care about. So that's just an example of like, sure, you can't always listen to the marketing and salespeople. Like sometimes they are just, they have no idea what they're talking about. I get that, right? I've said some stupid shit over the years. <laughs> But if, if it's a seasoned salesperson that, like, is in the market and really listening to what's happening, like, pay attention to that person. What are they saying that the people want? That's how we create our content. So why wouldn't we change our operations to match that, too? Yeah, absolutely. And this business premium is just one example of that. I saw, I heard the questions that were happening. What do they care about? I'm listening to prospects. They care about Microsoft 365. We know a lot about it, blah, 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 blah implementation of service. Now we know how to do it. Now we know how to sell it. We're making a lot of money on it. So that was a bit of a tangent. I apologize. <laughs> I hope I hope it provides some value and not just me talking into the air. Um, let me see what other notes I have on this one. <clears throat> yeah, so anything else before I wrap? I have one sentence before we move into the challenge of the week. Do you have anything else? Um, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I mean... Sorry, I didn't let you talk much on this one, Steve. <laughs> no, you're I'm just good. really you had, you had passionate a lot to about this I mean, topic. I, I just, I understand exactly what you're saying. Where it's like, what you're selling and the products that you're moving into. I mean, they should be in direct response to what customers are needing. I mean, not like the thing where it's like the customer is always right because like true. that's just not true. Yeah, agreed. One hundred percent. But it's agree like, I mean, if you're hearing the same problems over and over, yes. less where somebody's like ranting about it, but more just like, hey, this would be great if. Like like you said, like a tech came out every certain times a month rather than just the normal agreement. Yeah. And you hear that from multiple people, then maybe that's something you want to move into. But yeah. that's what we saw with Microsoft 365 Business Premium. That's kind of it's almost like like a case study quotes like of how it works, basically. Yeah. And I'm so glad you just said that because you're like, you know, the customer is not always right, which they're not, especially in the IT world. But what I find MSPs do all the time, all of the time is they add services to their stack to their stack they know the client needs but the client doesn't care about. Mm -hmm. So they they really think and I understand this cuz we did this too that dark web monitoring is important. I'm not saying it's not important and I do think every client needs to be on dark web monitoring. I get it. But trying to sell that is going to take a lot more time and effort and explaining. You better have really good content behind it, and you, have a, you better have a really good value behind it. When you sell stuff that you know the client wants and needs, it's a whole lot easier to sell. A whole lot easier to sell <laughs> the, the clients. clients are not using the dark web every day, but they are using the 365 products. Exactly. It's a whole lot easier to sell stuff that they, 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 they that's want. That's tangible, yeah. yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So that's just one example. It's like I see like, oh, everyone needs dark web and the cybersecurity training. It's like, I agree. Cybersecurity training is great. 
don't leave with it. Luck. Yeah. <laughs> Selling it to you know twenty eight user company that's just trying to get like I'm sorry, it's just not going to work as much. <laughs> but you tell that twenty eight company person company, hey, you don't need a you know VPN into that server. That's you know a major liability. You can access stuff from your phone safely, um, and multi factor authentication is easier than ever before. Not only are they going to say yes to you, they're going to give you a big fat install fee because obviously it's a lot of work to do all that, but you're going to make good money doing that. Yeah. So that's the difference, right? And so like you just you can't think like a tech. You got to think like a marketer. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm biased because this is the no fluff MSP marketing podcast, but like the CEOs that think like marketers are the ones that effing kill it in this world and, and specifically in this market. All right. So last sentence. And then we'll move to challenge of the week. Everyone, thanks for bearing with me. Um, <laughs> I hope this wasn't an overbearing podcast. Uh, I'm just, I just really passionate about this specific topic, and I uh, hope that this provided some value to you. Okay, so last sentence before we move to challenge of the week. So when you hear something like this, um, avoid the tech in your mind, in, avoid the tech in you that might say we don't do that, and put on your visionary hat and say. Is that where the market is heading? The answer might be no, the market's not heading that way. But don't say we don't do that ever. Not one time should you ever say the word we don't do that, unless you've already gone to this exercise. The question should be, is this where the market is heading? And really ask that question and think about that question. The answer might be no, and then you can say we don't do that, right? <laughs> yeah. But even then, you need to reevaluate every so often. Mm -hmm. So just take we don't do that out of the out of the equation. We don't do that should not be said. It should be, is that where the market is heading? I hope that was helpful because I, when I wrote that down, I was like, I feel like this is going to really drive. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. Home. All right, so let's move to the challenge of the week. Test your might. So you're saying we can't actually play the Mortal Kombat theme song? Y'all have the budget. All right, Steven, it's up to you. Finish him. Challenge of the week. Excellent. So Challenge League, make sure to include this license and the talking points I discussed on your next opportunity, an opportunity that has 20 seats uh, or cybersecurity conscious. It shouldn't be the only thing, but make sure you know it well and can talk in non-tech terms the value it has. I promise you this will strike home. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks as always. Have a good one. Bye. See you on the next one.